Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of the Primary Attribute Podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the castle keeper of the campaign and the audio editor for this in the previous episode. As you are probably going to guess shortly upon starting this episode, this one and the previous episode were originally conceived of as one single episode, but then it was going to be almost three hours long, so we cut it into two parts to make it a little easier to digest, and so you can, you know, take a nice break. But as a consequence, this is a really bad episode to make your first episode, and we'd recommend you go back at least one, unless you really like coming into the middle of a conversation of two different conversations between two different groups of people. That said, if you have listened to episode 13, or if you're just, you know, some wild and crazy person who strapped on in and is ready to do whatever the hell happens on this little ride, here's what happened last time. Ericene went shopping, which is very important. There was a whole montage. Grix tried to have some hobbies, which went interestingly, and arranged for a new arm, or at least arranged for the planning of a new arm, because he would like some additional functionality from his prosthesis. Wealthy is currently at work, the most thrilling of things, working on a terrible hat. Vaughn's met with his friend Clive, who desperately tried to save Vons from himself when it came to preparing for a date with Green that Vons then went on at Ottencore. And Ericene started the day with a hangover, but managed to make it to Pam's for her date with Photios, and met him there and started that. So with all of that in mind, we are going to rejoin Vons and Green's date at Ottencore, which is already in progress. We hope you enjoy the show. So, hey, we're in luck. They had strawberries. Oh, great. Awesome. Oh, this smells really good. Um, kind of takes a nipple of it and sips a little bit of coffee. So, like, you said you were an alchemist, right? Yeah, but I have no idea what I'm doing when I'm ordering coffee. <laughs> I mean, I sort of figured those weren't transferable skill sets, but okay. Well, you're mixing things, you're brewing things, liquid comes out. True, true. I bet if you put your mind to it, you could probably make some killer coffee. Or alcohol. Or both? Uh, well, the, the alcohol... <laughs> sure. The, the alcohol bit's been uh, been interesting lately. There's, Have you been hearing about this Ruladrin stuff that's been going around? Oh, I think yeah. we talked about that last time. A little bit. Yeah, um, yeah I think we talked about it a tiny bit. Oh, shit. Did we talk about we it? Did, I can't remember. We did we talk about it. about it a little bit. Okay. But I think it was mostly, when you talked to both of them, it was mostly Alana who had anything to say about it. Yeah. At the time. But uh, yeah, yeah. I heard about it mostly. Alana really liked it, but apparently it's really hard to find. Well, I've I've still got some for for mixing something good in the future as soon as I find the right ingredients to use it with. These coffee beans are probably not it. Probably not. I mean, also, it's kind of rare. It seems like... Mixing it into your coffee is probably not the best use of it, but... Depends on how hard you want to wake up. Fair. But so what do you do when you're not doing alchemy? Uh, selling potions on the street corner from time to time. I like to, I like to mix up the corners a little bit. Give me a stand. There's usually a stand there. You just, you know, kind of write the, the thing you're doing on it and 
And people come up, they'll, they'll buy stuff. Oh, cool. Is that, is that hard to do? Like not, not the setting up a stand and selling things, but like being an independent alchemist in a city where there's, you know, BR tells and also a bunch of other alchemists. Well, I've still got most of my fur, so got that working for me. Haven't burned too much of it off. And we're meant the business part, but yeah, that's a good sign. Oh, the business part? Yeah. Like, Uh, seems like you'd have to, I don't know, hustle a lot. Yeah, but it prevents me from having to keep real books. Plus, they'd have to find me. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of gives you this little bit of a look. But still smiles. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, for the Order of the Lily, they kind of take care of a lot of that stuff for us, so I don't actually know the details <laughs> of a lot of it. It's, I'd argue it's one of the perks. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys get medical? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Remember we talked about this a little bit last time. Um, not like I expect you to remember and like shape your conversation topics around what we talked about last time. I just think it's interesting it came up again. Anyway, um... <laughs> We we actually source our we source our like healing potions and stuff from a bunch of different alchemists throughout the city because honestly it's really easier to get like a steady supply when you're going from multiple people and also kind of the the beer tells is a little bit weird about selling you large quantities of stuff. Oh, don't I know it? Yeah, smart to diversify your sources. Yeah, like we we also have like an in-house healer and an in-house. Who does some alchemy stuff on the side, but like usually when one of us get hurt, gets hurt, a lot of us get hurt because we, you know, work together. So it, it's nice to have some extra stuff on hand. Oh, sounds like you guys have been through some battles. Oh, yeah. Um, not as many as you'd think for being a night order. It turns out, I mean, it's not like we're roaming around the countryside, right? It's not like there's bandits and stuff to fight, but you know, we keep busy and sometimes we end up trying to help some people out and some other people don't want us helping them out and then we fight and it's great. <laughs> and, and then there's also the thing I do with um, Alana or Alara. Oh, did I tell you what we call ourselves? The thing Alara and I do and some other people we know? I wasn't aware of you and Alara having a, a thing of your own. Oh yeah. I mean, it's why we're taking you down to the, the sub Oh, the tours. Yeah. Um, we call it Defended Delves. We just started it uh, a few months ago and it's been going pretty well so far. But yeah, um, it's me and Alara and a couple of our friends. We kind of split it up depending on how many people there are and kind of what we think we'll need. You all aren't going anywhere particularly dangerous today, so I think it's probably okay with just me and Alara. And besides, we have an alchemist, so, you know, if anyone gets hurt, I'm sure you got something in in your bag. Uh, Yeah, Uh, and for some reason, glue. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, glue can be useful. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know. Just, uh, yeah, it it mends things according to this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I why I got so many of this. I don't remember what I was thinking. Um, I mean, cyanoacrylate has many uses. I don't know if this is like closer to that or like a like a a library paste who knows but it's fine um (laughs) yeah yeah uh i i always carry lots of uh cure light wounds and uh acid for some reason acid seems to work well against bugs 
softens them up real good. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about that, but so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not just for, it's not just for, uh, for healing. It comes in handy in all kinds of ways. Cool. Cool. I'm glad to hear you have more than just like a painkiller because I mean, I don't know. It just really sucks when you like get knocked down really hard and then have to drag yourself out and all you've got is a little bit of something to dull the pain and nothing else. <laughs> Do not mm -hmm. recommend, especially after getting thrown 20 feet into a wall. 20 feet? What did that? Oh, um, it was a drider. We, we were way deeper than you're going today. It probably won't happen. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, big big spider thing. Like, human elf half. Huh. Uh. <laughs> so, so when, when you mix human and elf with a bug, does that make the bug more or less delicious? You know, I didn't try eating it after we killed it. We were kind of worn out. I didn't think about it, but now that you mentioned it, I probably should have like broken off a leg and tried something. Well, depends on the bug, right? Sometimes you need like a campfire or something to get that really going. Yeah, and I wasn't necessarily super wild about trying like a magical spider centaur, just because, you know, venom and poison and... Yeah, you want to stay away from those parts. Or hey, harvest them. I was going to say, hey, I bet you know how to harvest all that stuff. Well, I'm apparently still picking up some of that, uh, but yeah, it, it sometimes you just like get lucky and find a gland, and it comes out without holes in it. Awesome. Got to see a lot of interesting people. Possibly some people that were on the same drugs as you. <laughs> yeah, there's like a new one going around, I think. I mean, other than the Ruladrin, even. I, I was about to ask. Um, <laughs> no, this is nothing like Ruladrin. This is like... Ruladrin's like very smooth. This was like... Hey, you're gonna see things now! Whereas Ruladrin is just like, nice, you know. Yeah, I'm just glad people are finding stuff to take besides Ruladrin because we've been out for like two weeks and people just keep asking. Yeah, my, uh, <sighs> so like the last time I saw you at the Gwendoloo, my friends and I, well, squad, my squad, I guess we're a squad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, like, did you feel like that explosion that like rocked the ground, like maybe, maybe like an hour after I saw you? Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, we... That went... wasn't you blowing up, right? Because you're here and in one piece, but... <laughs> oh, God, no. No, I'm not... I'm not clever enough in that way. <sighs> also, like, explosions? Like, really? Like, we live inside a rock. 
I mean, it's a pretty solid rock, but I get what you mean. It's not solid enough for explosions. Anyway. No, like, we, like, went and, like, found what had blown up. And uh, it was, like, another Ruladrin. Like, somebody else was trying to figure out how to make Ruladrin. And it didn't work because they didn't have enough, you know, know-how to do it. But then... Oh, this is cool. So, like... And then Ericene, like has a moment of realization that, like, maybe she shouldn't be, like, bragging about how involved she is with all of the Ruladrin and everything. <laughs> and she's like, and then we, like, met these, like, really cool girls, like, back at the dumpster who were, like, they, like, knew me or something. Cause like, uh, I, I mean, you strike me as someone that people remember. Yeah, that's or unfortunate. At least I did in um, this instance. Cause like, oh. I had never met this girl, but she like knew that I had been there when they busted the Ruladrin. Still. Oh shit, you were there for that? <laughs> yeah, it was me. And she's like grimacing and like, I sh this is way different. Not information she should have said on a first date. And yet she could not stop the words from coming out of her mouth at a certain point. Because then she would have looked like she was bragging about having Ruladrin secrets and, like, no one wants to date that girl. <laughs> but now the question is, does Photios want to date the Ruladrin <laughs> sting operation girl? Is it a sting, sting operation if it you was just not kind of a show sting. up? It was not a sting. It was not even remotely a sting. <laughs> does Photios want to date the girl who, like, caused the Ruladrin shortage? It's not the word sting I had a problem with. It was the impression that it was an operation of any kind. <laughs> it implies organization. <laughs> hey, we won. Kind of grabbed the, kind of grabbed the junior investigator and her friend, who happens to be in a semi law enforce enforcement adjacent role, and just kind of showed up. <laughs> yeah. It was a crack, you know, crack team. Perfect plan uh -huh. executed to perfection. <laughs> um, We're batting a so thousand. Anyway, yeah. Ericene has said all of this and is now grimacing and like kind of like squinting and like probably has turned red because she has realized that this is not a good thing to say to a guy that she wants to date who's a bouncer at a bar that's experiencing the Rulatron shortage. On the other hand, if he takes that bait, you got him for anything. Possibly. <laughs> so he's been listening very attentively, and he gives you kind of a worried look after you start turning red and are like, oh god, I said things. <laughs> he was like, oh hey, you don't have to worry about that with me. Like, The religion was interesting, but whatever. 
There are fads like that all the time. Yeah. But like... But like, I'm not used to people like knowing me for like, that kind of bad stuff. Yeah, I get that. Uh... I prefer to not seem competent to the people <clears throat> in my personal life. And I fear that I may have accidentally done that. I mean, you always struck me as pretty competent from little I saw. That's true. Guess I have three lives now? Oh god. That's fine. Man, Man I can barely keep track of one. <laughs> As soon as she Wait, was says, "Was that is the Minotaur or is the DM?" <laughs> that was the Minotaur. As soon as she says, <laughs> as soon as she says, "That's fine." She like sighs and then just like smiles really widely, and is like, "So, like, what do you do in your spare time?" And then they get on with like more first datey kind of yeah chit chats yeah which um, we don't have to go into if ian you would prefer to not i mean i kind of wish we'll, you would because we'll... vons and i need advice <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure you want my or photios's advice on this <laughs> photios for my lack of consistent voice acting is meant to be kind of a vaguely surfer bro jock in terms of voice and a really nice one who is very sweet but also <laughs> so he's like the night he's like a he's he's like a he's like a he's like a himbo yeah very he's much just so. like a total like great nice guy himbo yeah. Drinks his respecting women juice. It's great. But... <laughs> All right. Hey, Grix. Uh huh. On your day or so of trying every hobby to try to uh -huh. have a hobby, I'm guessing you probably actually took some time off to do this. Mostly because the second you mentioned it to Cog, he made you take the both afternoons off. Sure. <laughs> I probably have a lot of PTO saved up, or as little, you know, even if they don't give out really PTO, but I, I, I'm overdue for a vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine it was initially hard to convince Grix to take weekends, so... Oh, Grix didn't want to recover from the accident. Rex was like, "I'm put me back in, boss." Jesus. <laughs> so, um, when Grix does not strike me as a dumb kobold. No, although Grix I'm not is... sure it, how intelligent any kobold is specifically, but he doesn't seem like a particularly dumb one. He seems like he's organized and. Grix is. Uh, he's very smart. He's book smart, but he he doesn't have much social awareness. And uh, 
common sense. <laughs> yeah, I remember when Erisine was literally having to carry you, and you're like, we can still keep doing stuff. <laughs> it's fine. That was mostly wit. <laughs> Fair so, enough. So Grixis... That's how wit is. <laughs> so Grix's urge to uh, continue doing stuff with... Uh, variable <laughs> with uh, often a less useful state of health is uh, just his personality, his character, as opposed to his. Uh, he's not being foolhardy about it. He's just very into doing stuff. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. Um, okay. He he wants to get the job done. He also is a little bit reckless and. Uh, foolhardy. Yeah, foolhardy is a, a good word for it. Yeah. Okay. I also get the impression he just doesn't want to be idle. Yeah. That's why he drinks a lot of coffee and stays up late and gets up early and is always working. And yeah. Okay. But all right. So, what's the new hobby that Grix is trying? Um, currently, Grix is uh, people watching. In like the the main area of the, uh, oh, what'd you say the, the market concourse, uh, the market halls, yeah, market halls, yeah, and he is sketching uh, an idea that he had for uh, wingsuits to get down to the surface. I love it. Yeah. Does Grix want these? Want kind of like the myth where they fly too close to the sun? I promise. Thank you. Icarus and Daedalus. Yeah, like Icarus wings, except you know, non-melting or. <laughs> Uh no, he's thinking more more mechanical, not not enchanted. Um, more like like a, like a wingsuit to to glide. Okay, yeah. Like a squirrel suit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I figured that was it, but I wanted to check in case it was something like bonkers, fantastical stuff. But it wouldn't be something you would use to ascend. You'd just be using it to get to the. Ground. No, correct. No, so okay. there would need still need to be. To ascend. Yeah, there would still need to be an ascension uh, <laughs> mechanism of some sort. Well, all right. He's thinking a bucket. A big bucket on a rope. That's as far as he's got. <laughs> I do like that Grix is a planner, though. Fucking 3,000 foot rope. <laughs> there's there's a wily e. Coyote aspect to his planning, but yeah. He's thinking ahead. He's going to get a big shipment marked Acme. Yeah, Grix, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Wily e. Coyote is... Uh, a, a pretty good uh, role model for Grix. But all right, so Grix is people watching and drawing and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. Is there anything in particular you as the player would like to happen to Grix while he's doing this? Um, I don't think so. I think we could cut ahead. Wait, I remember something that I wanted oh. to do. Oh, uh-huh. get on the choo-choo train gonna get railroaded <laughs> no that's fine um, wait there's trains in this setting no <laughs> no space form. but for some reason there's railroads yeah <laughs> they built them they just don't know what they're for yeah <laughs> you know we need this but for what <laughs> i mean there are mines so but um while you're sitting there and sketching and watching people, you notice a kobold show up out of the crowd. It is Klitz, your accountant slash 
dangerous underground <laughs> engineering friend who almost blew up a basement and died a little while oh, ago. Oh, yes. Yes. With uh, Zykra. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, Grix. Hi. Hi, Glitz. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. I was actually hoping I'd stumble across you sometime soon. Oh, yeah? Um, what you need? And I just want to tell you about some things since you're all like, hey, don't do illegal things. Don't blow things up. What you know. do you got to tell me? <laughs> that I didn't do that. That's great. But I had an offer you that might have been tailed. don't have to tell me every it. time you don't do that. No, 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 no. But like, they talked to me. They talked to Zykra. I really had to talk Zykra out of it. She was very excited. Um, Basically, there's been this thing where like a few of us have been approached by some honestly pretty shady semen people about like, doing some engineering work on the side and fixing things up and like but they won't really tell us what it's about and there was mention of it being like down in the underground and i know you're kind of sensitive about people building things in the maintenance levels that might not be supposed to be there so i, I mean i kind of wanted to pay you back for the fact that you didn't you know get us arrested <laughs> yeah thank you i appreciate it so, uh who who are just, these people uh well, it's been a few. Um, the people I met were two humans. Uh, one of them was pretty tall, I think. Right, so a human. <laughs> kind of hard to tell. Well, yeah, but like, oh, even for a human, a kind of tall Got and broad. It. But, you know, it's kind of hard to tell with like the up angle. And then, and he had like black hair that was kind of slicked back. And kind of brawny looking guy. And then there, his friend had like a really bad mustache and was smaller and paler and built like, honestly, kind of like if you took a cobalt and stretched it out, too skinny for a human. Hmm. I realize that's not the best description. They didn't give us their names. Had you, uh, had you seen them around before? Not that I remember. There might have been. Okay. Uh, Quits is going to roll a wisdom check to see if he remembers them from anywhere. Actually, now that you mention it, yeah. Um, I mean, they were down in the Warrens, which is not super... Actually, no, they... That's where I've seen them. I saw them down in the Warrens. They actually came up and, like, tracked me and Zykra down. Mm. Um, in the Cobalt Warrens, so different Warrens. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think I saw them around the Warrens a few times. Don't know what they do. I think they were, like, delivering stuff once. Got it. But, All right. Well, uh, well keep like, an eye out for them. All right. Cool, cool. Um, well, good luck. And have a good day with whatever you're doing. Thanks. You You too. Yep. Tell Zykra hi. Will do. Will do. And he heads off. Um, I'm not familiar with how, uh, real time transposes to game time, but about how much more conversation can I expect here? Vaughn's <laughs> <laughs> checks his non-watch. Kind of as much as you want as a player. I'd say kind of between everything, you probably have like 15 to 20 minutes left before, before you should really definitely get going. Right, right. 
Okay. You don't want to role so, play a solid 15 minutes of it. No. Is what you're. No. No, certainly don't want to do that. But I was wondering, like, uh, if this is the appropriate time to to ask her about uh, if she has, like, if she's still close with her parents or siblings or or if she, like. It's a first date. Do you have siblings is pretty much on the standard, like, 10 question list. It is definitely fine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so so do, uh, do you have any pets or siblings or or. Uh, what what's what's that like for you? I mean, I don't really have any pets besides Percy. Kind of points at the front. Um, uh huh. You know, he takes up a lot of time. Not super needy, but maintaining a mount is kind of a whole thing. Um, yeah, I have lots of siblings. Uh, eight of them actually. <laughs> How about you? Mm-hmm. Was it was that all in the same litter? Uh, no, it was split up across two. Ah. That sounds nice. So, yeah, I have a few siblings. I never see them anymore. Uh, I know where my parents are. I don't know where any of my siblings went, although I bump into one now and then. Um, But Percy. Percy seems super friendly. He's just sitting out there being all chill. Oh, yeah, he's real sweet. Tried to raise him to, you know, be polite. (laughs) Especially in a city like this. You don't really want your mount like being bitey oh, or yeah. shouldering people around. Um, I mean, I'm not as good as that. I mean, Percy's kind of nice because he's a little bit small. There's that one woman with the wolf who's like bigger than a horse. I don't know how she does it. Oh yeah, uh, I I don't know if we uh, if we got deep into it. We know that there's uh, sewer access or drainage access in the streets. Uh, are these cobbled streets, or have we found a way to, like, hard pack some kind of gravel, or what's the deal there? Yeah, I think it's probably cobbled streets, kind of, like, they rough cut the uh, the floor, for lack of a better word, um, a little bit lower, so they and then build up with some cobbles so they can have, like, gutters on the side so stuff can drain. Sure. That said, this is, this may be edited later to a different thing, um, but, uh. <laughs> There's a lot of moisture in the cave, so it pays to have to take some extra time to kind of work the elevation so everything drains. Um, right, right. You dome the you dome the streets a little bit in the middle. Yeah, high, exactly. High yeah. So wait, you don't know where your siblings live? Well, you know they they never really stuck around. We we were all kind of loners. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yep. It sounds like kind of a good deal. <laughs> I love my family. There is too many of them. And sometimes they just show up at my door. (laughs) And, you know, you can't say no. But also, like, it's fine when it's like one of them. It's when they come in a pack. (laughs) I bet they got cubs of their own these days. Oh, wait. What are fox babies? Kits. 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 (laughs) I bet they've got kits of their own these days, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever the whole family gets together at my parents' den, it was crowded when I was growing up. (laughs) It is now so crowded. (laughs) Uh, Ian, what is the socioeconomic state of the the fox folk in this space? Pretty much the same as everyone else. It's kind of spread out. Like, I think they kind of end up on the lower end a little bit, but 
they're still probably mostly clustered around the center of the bell curve. Yeah, short lifespan, you can't uh, develop the kind of wealth that elves do. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the top end is mostly elves, like Erosene's family, because when you live a thousand years, it's pretty easy to accumulate wealth. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to do it fast. Um, But yeah, like, Foxfolk are, like, they don't have any sort of undue expenses due to their existence somehow, so. Sure. So being... uh... Being a reasonably well decorated uh, knight with a mount and family who comes to see her probably indicates that Green is doing reasonably well for a fox. Yeah. Kind of within the realm of fox folk, that would make her like middle class to upper middle class, hmm. I guess. Uh, the, the one thing is that being a knight doesn't necessarily pay that well. Right. Because doing a lot of stuff um that might actually be part of why she's doing defended delves <laughs> yeah yeah okay and like all of your armor is rented i'm sure it's property of the management i think it's more that like you basically get a stipend as a knight and then you have all of your basic needs met by the order but wow. it sounds like she probably has her own place and stuff like that so yeah probably it's pretty well off but not bonkersly so Right, but probably still enough to intimidate uh, Vaughn's a little bit. Probably a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> per- uh, a, a character who is somewhat insecure about financials anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, predisposed to, to hating money as a, as a thing. Um, oh, thank But th- has no problem acquiring it. Oh, thanks for getting the coffee, by the way. I didn't even think about it, but thanks. <laughs> Oh well, of course, yeah. No, uh, it it was it's. I'm I'm just glad you showed up for the date. Suddenly <laughs> wincing, realizing he said the word date. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you showed up too. It would have been very weird if you hadn't. <laughs> Relaxing and uh, blushing a little bit, realizing she acknowledged it was a date. Um, Fortunately, we have fur. Blushing isn't that bad. Unfortunately, all yeah. Foxfolk come with a um, anime standard emote package, so they get the little <laughs> blush ovals. So something that I've noticed uh, is Lillian, um, when maybe she's like a little overheated or something, like uh, the tips of her ears will be uh, much pinker than normal. And so like, I imagine that that's how uh, most sort of, animal hybrid folk might express like you might notice like oh the the tips of their ears are are blushing yeah definitely instead of the cheeks i'm sure they've also got a good read on like the direction of fur when that like shifts or Mm -hmm. uh whiskers or ear position i'm yeah i'm I'm sure they they understand each other visually they're non-verbals yeah. I feel like I feel like a good like you know relaxed whiskers would definitely be like a a form of blushing like ah yeah <laughs> but yeah Vaughn's would have no uh I, having his charisma score I figure Vaughn's has no ability to uh hide his emotional state from non-fox folk sorry from Fox folk, at least. Right. Non-Fox folk, who knows, but 
so they're not dealing with the translation barrier of having a different anatomy so and are all hard-coded in the same way humans hard-code themselves to read each other um there are no humans in this party so yeah no. i don't think we've run across any humans you've met some humans uh isn't um purity pearl is a human purity is a human um esmeralda who's the bartender at okay um the gwendoloo thank you uh at the gwendoloo <laughs> is human um trying to think of any other humans you ran into i had one more oh the uh the guys you beat up <laughs> in the basin oh yeah <laughs> were human as as was the bar back and nara is human i think that's kind of the whole list <laughs> well humans tend to live for a while uh longer longer than my lifespan anyway and uh they have um uh we we, we happen to have a couple keys still so Maybe maybe they've got some good loot at their place. Uh, they survived that, right? As far as you know, you left <laughs> to go get an authority figure, and when you came back, they were gone. <laughs> and they were still alive when you left. So, presumably, yes, but you didn't exactly see them get up and walk out, so you don't know for sure, but... Occam's the, Razor. I'm going to say that would be the most reasonable assumption. The most reasonable assumption is that they are very mad at us. Oh, probably. But is there anything else you want to ask Green about before you two go? Oh, we should get going. <laughs> um. Well, uh, before our trip, can we can we uh, can, can can we set up a dinner date? Maybe. What do you think about that? Maybe next week. Yeah, yeah, I can do next week. Um, do you want to do? The fantasy equivalent of Wednesday. <laughs> that was the narrator burst again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, where do you like to go for food? Oh, wherever. Do you know any good places? I mean, you get around town a little bit more than I do, and you don't want to go to the places I know. Although, I do know about this great place called the Dumpster. That, that's you're really literally where we met. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth, Bonds. That said, it's very good. I would not mind meeting there for a dinner date. <laughs> and yet it worked. I don't know what Ian is rolling over there, but... Uh... <laughs> Green must have crit failed the moment I walked in. Uh. <laughs> Green is a very nice person. She's very excitable. <laughs> and did I mention she's a very nice person? <laughs> not well, saying she's doing this only to be nice, but she is not going to be like, oh, you said the wrong thing. Get the fuck out forever. <laughs> no, Green's a fox. She's going to totally ghost Vaughn's if she gets sick of him, I'm sure. Maybe. But, okay, yeah, uh, the dumpster, do you want to do it, like, eight? Sure, eight sounds great. All right, cool. Um, Oh, we should probably get going and meet everyone else. Oh, yep, I came prepared. And star wipe, or side wipe, or whatever. Um. <laughs> Scene. Yeah, so you've, you've said you live a triple life. 
and said that that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not sure how carefully Photios has been counting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one more than you've talked about. <laughs> I have my personal life. I have my professional life. And now I have the life where some people know things about both. And that's complicated. So that's what I consider to be my third third life. Yeah, and your professional life isn't very well known. On purpose, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's on purpose. Obviously, but, it's just getting started, too. So, like, it's not like I know a lot about how to do anything competently yet. Was that part of the conversation, or was that just some part of Erisene getting cut in as, like, a voiceover or something? I don't know. No, no, no. That was, that was part of the conversation. Okay. Um, well, wait, like, what do you do? I don't think you mentioned it. <laughs> um, like, you know Grix, my friend? Uh, the kobold? Yeah. The kobold. Yeah. Um, so, like, the maintenance crew has been, like, they, like, sent him on, like, this... He was, like, trying to figure out, like, why all that water was in the street that one day. And, like, the magic was acting all weird in the Warrens that one day. And, like, they figured that he might need protection. So, like, I was the protection. And it worked really well. Right up until the Ruladrin happened. Do you, like, do the protection stuff a lot? More often lately than I used to. I didn't really have a professional life before the day I met you. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a very eventful day, then. I'm not what you would call... The kind of person who was trained for a profession. And yet she has a very particular set and of skills. And yet I have a very <laughs> particular set of skills. I mean, that's cool. We all start somewhere. Uh, yeah. Of course, now that you say that, where'd you learn to fight if you're doing protection stuff? I mean, I assume you're doing more than like going down into the maintenance levels with Grix and the rest of that group and going, oh no, there's a thing, and running away. <laughs> I mean, well, like, in, like, finishing school, we learned some fighting stuff. Um, and then, uh, you know... Grandma and Grandpa, like, always encouraged me and Mom to, like, 
Do you like fencing and shit? Um, she's like trying to think of like uh, how to explain where she has knife skills because it's mostly about the knives. <laughs> um, she's like cutlery proficiency. Yeah, she's like, and then like. Oh, <laughs> you know what? So, like, my friends and I, sometimes we play this, like, really stupid knife game when we're drunk. <laughs> it's called stab. <laughs> you know that thing where you, like, stab in between each of your fingers? Well, like, you just gotten, like, really good at that, and... One day, my friend was like, Erisene, you're bored. I bet you could make money with knife skills. And she was right. And so I, like, took a class. And now I can do knife skills. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> hey, Ian, do you want me to roll a deception check or something? <laughs> Yes, like... actually. Um, or actually, yeah. I guess it better on your bullshit die. I guess roll a perception check, and depending or deception check, so charisma, and then depending on what you get there, it'll set the difficulty for his insight roll. Um, um, using skill terms for skills that don't exist in this game. <laughs> so. It's fine. <laughs> I rolled a nine plus two plus three for my charisma. So that's a 14? Yes, but let me think. Uh, yes. Sorry, I was just seeing if I have like any other applicable anythings, but I don't. I definitely don't. Yeah, so 14. And it's not a primary attribute for you. It is not a primary attribute for me. Kind of miss the base level of success by like four. It'll be a negative four for him. Math is hard. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, wait. Numbers. So you can tell that he picks up on something, but he doesn't press it. And the conversation moves on to other things. But you can kind of see the gears turning a little bit just because... You talked about getting knife fighting skills between finishing school fencing lessons and playing the finger not stabbing game while drunk. <laughs> Isn't that called Mumbledy Peg? Mumble Peg is uh, a different, slightly different game. Um, <laughs> you did say you took a class, and I think he uses that to be like, "Oh yeah, like I took some, I took some classes down at that college once." Uh, Learned a lot about wrestling, <laughs> which was interesting. It, Why was that interesting? Because I kind of just learned by doing, and it turns out that's a good way to accidentally break someone's arm. Oh, no. I, I took him to the medics right away. felt really bad. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good way to learn what your own strength is. 
right? Yeah, I've never been great at that. <laughs> um, but yes, it. I'm not sure how much me having reach and height and weight on everyone in the class helped with learning new things, but it was still useful. <laughs> wow. It just... Should I take up wrestling? I bet that would be really useful. Like, throwing people? <laughs> is it like using other people's weight against them? Is, is that that one? Or is that like a different thing? It has some of that, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of like using their weight against them to kind of like get them to lose their balance and fall to the floor and getting them in pins and things like that. Um, uh, lots okay. of reading their momentum or forcing their momentum a certain way. Okay. But yeah, it's a great sport. Highly recommend. Hey, Wealthy. Hey. You have been working on Aristine's grandmother's terrible hat. It's an awful hat. How is that going? Awful hat. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating because, you know, there's never any new fabric or material. Um, Occasionally you get, you know, you've, you've told us that the, that the, the wildlife is very carefully regulated. So there's not a lot of birds. Um, What few birds are, are are probably going to be chickens. And chicken feathers on a hat are just not where it's at. That's just, that's just never, ever going to come into style. Um, well, so the feathers it's, it's are also really... requisitioned by the city. So, <laughs> um, so there, there, it, it's it's frustrating to try and make you know what was what was not an attractive hat. 300 years, three, 500 years ago. Um, yeah. It was not an attractive hat, attractive hat 500 years ago. It is really, really tough to try and do anything that's even semi-attractive, even for an old elf. All right. Erin, do you remember, I believe that hat was like magenta or fuchsia or something. Oh. Um... Yeah, it was, it was in the red family. It's not actually important. I just remember it being a horrifying color. <laughs> it was, yeah. Can you it provide us a hex maroon. value? One of the really irritating things is you don't get, you know, you you start off with a fairly large hat, and then you know you have to take it apart and and you have to block it and you have to clean it and and then you try and put it together in something. Um, approximating something new, and then you have to cut pieces off, and 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 after after three or four reimaginings of this hat, you have to trim off the the edges so, because you can't you can't pass a needle through it anymore. So the hats get progressively smaller all the time. It's very irritating. I is that how tiny fas- hats came into fashion? I was going to say, in 500 years, it's going to be only fascinators. There's no actual hats. There's not going to be any hats, no. Um, it's going to be a I, piece of net and a, and, and a chicken feather. I think, I don't. I didn't write it down, but I think it was magenta. Or, sorry, I think it was mauve. Ma- that That's it, right. it was mauve. Yeah. And I think that I said that uh, I would like to have just, like, very, like, have just, like, feathers sort of, uh, sewn onto it so that it it ends up like 
So, like, I can picture it. Aaron can picture it. I'm, I don't know if Ericene accurately expressed this. <laughs> um, but, like, all, all of them going, like, in the same, like, all of the feathers, like, going in the same direction. Okay. Um, okay. Like, covering the entire hat. Like I'm thinking hat. that it will end up looking like scales a little bit. Oh, that's you know? gonna be, you know, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I've been working on dying chicken feathers. Yeah. And yeah. picking through them and trying to get something salvageable out of out of very scrawny chicken feathers. And I imagine too you're probably coating them in something to make them way more durable. <laughs> One hopes, yes. There's probably wax and yeah. um uh, mm-hmm. some sort of starchy sif- stiffener involved. Yeah. Uh, but, all right. So the official hex code for MOV is B784A7. Thank you. Cool. I'm sure that's very useful. I'm going to remember that and make it like the super important plot element that's all tied back to Harrison Gomes. The color a combination of code that we have to like roll the, the giant stone blocks. It's going to be the end of that. Fallout 3. I hope you remember this important number or you're fucked. <laughs> Or we start seeing the numbers everywhere. Yeah. Numerology happens. And the thing where as soon as you start thinking about something, you see it everywhere because your yeah. friend's thinking about it. But all right. So Wealthy, it has been another day doing oh. basic repairs and then also working on this hat. Oh, God. But this damned hat. <laughs> it is finally the end of the day. You said you live above the shop? I live above the shop with, with my friend Lily, who works in the shop with me. All right. And did we ever establish what neighborhood that shop was in? Um, I think, Ericene, if I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken, we established it was not close to the Warrens and not particularly close to uh, the the high part of the city where the elves and the rich people live. Okay, cool. But it's um, not in the Warrens either. Cool, that means I can place it where I was thinking of placing it, which means it's in the Market Halls, which is a incredibly dense several-story section That sounds about right. the city that is, like, there's floors. It doesn't have any, like, pass-throughs, really. You are probably, the place you live is probably kind of out the back and up a bit mm-hmm. from the actual shop. So you're cutting into some rock that hasn't been used for anything else yet. But as you wrap up, uh, and you are ready to be done, because holy shit, this fucking hat. <laughs> God damn it, hat. Uh, you hear the bell above the door ring as someone comes in. And I turn around, and I see... Damn it, you're not really tall, so I can't make a oh, thing sorry. you just don't is see this, the person. Is this happening the day before? Yeah, this is happening the day before. Yeah, this would be happening the day before. Okay, I yeah. just wanted to... Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. It's fitting wherever is temporarily convenient in the late afternoon. <laughs> okay. Between okay, cool. the last adventure and today. <laughs> so yeah, probably yesterday, based on where we're currently at. And you see a kobold that looks kind of out of place. Yeah, I don't make a lot of, um, I say, um, I don't make a lot of hats for kobolds, but I'd be willing to try for you. Oh, I'm, I'm not here for a hat. Are you wealthy, Taylor? Yeah, yeah, I'm wealthy. 
Um, how do I, how do you, how do you know me? Oh, hey, I'm Cog. Um, hi, Cog. So, I remembered that you you worked with Grix on that one job a couple weeks ago, right? I think your name showed up in his report, or that's yeah. where I got it from. Um, yeah, Grix and I worked together. Yeah, and you did the whole magical consulting part of it, right? Right. Okay, so I went last around to the university for you and ran into Professor Jenkins after asking a number of people. That was fun. <laughs> and then he directed me down here. Um, okay. But I was wondering if I could hire you for some side work. Okay, that that sounds great. What What would you like me to do? He goes and he has like a kind of messenger baggy side satchel thing that's kind of big on him because it's he pulls out a rather large sheaf of papers and kind of puts it up on the counter between you two which i'm standing on a stool so that i'm you know like at average height yeah i was gonna say imagine it's kind of at his eye <laughs> level <laughs> if not up a little bit but you, you can see each other kind of puts it up and then like steps back so you can keep making easy eye contact <laughs> so i I don't know if Grix, I'm Grix's boss, and I was doing some calculations for some of the city stuff about magic flow and tolerances and things like that, and math was never my specialty, so I was hoping you could maybe basically do the numbers independently, and we can see if they match, or at least check my work. Okay. Um, I pick up the sheaf of papers, and I, I look, and, and there's a bunch of... Um... There's a bunch of really good numbers and, and, and advanced math, and it's kind of smudged in places, but, you know, it's it's legible, and, and I can see, you know, tangents and signs and, and algebra and calculus going on in here, and, and there's some definite magic stuff that he's calculating. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can, I can check this over. Awesome. Uh, how much do you... I don't know how long that would take. How much do you... I mean, it took me forever, but... Again, not my specialty. Forever. How long did it take you? Well, the problem is gathering the information and making the calculations kind of went hand in hand. So it's been a project for like okay. a month. Well, um, this <laughs> I don't is expect about... it to take you that long. I kind this of have is... a list of what's needed in the front. <laughs> yeah. So this is about 100 pages and you've done most of the work. All I have to do is go through and check it and, you know, maybe make, unless you unless you mess something up early on. Which it doesn't look like you did. Um, I don't know. Um, give me till the end of the week. All right. Uh, and also, just so you know, in the back, there's a bunch of city sheets that list a bunch of numbers. Okay. They, they're referenced. Okay. Just so you know the source. Okay. And some of it's in old kind of engineering. Okay. Like shorthand. Um, so. Can, can I send you a rat if I have any questions? Absolutely. Or if you happen to run into Grix, he'd also know. Okay. But yeah, feel free to send her at and I will translate for you. Okay. <laughs> some okay. of it's copied from some pretty old records in the archives. I'll tell you what, if I if it starts taking longer than, than the end of the week, I'll uh, let you know in three or four days. All right. Um, how much are you going to charge for this? Um, you know, five gold pieces? <laughs> that's a lot of money is that a lot of money okay um is that a lot a... of money I... that doesn't sound like a lot of money at all 
So the pro this is the thing we, I mentioned last time where D and D's economy and C and C's economy breaks in half if you look at it funny. <laughs> like if you index everything to the price of beer, as like a beer is five dollars, you uh-huh. end up only needing like twenty gold a month to live off of if you're making roughly like two thousand dollars a month. In the city you'd probably want more like three or four thousand, so you'd end up at like forty gold. So Okay. Oh but my five- god. Um, about a hundred silver about about 50 silver? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, so I guess I'll, uh, I'll uh, take this up to my room and get started. Thank you very much. Um, when you're, you're done, it's kind of heavy for the rats. So I'll, uh, if you could I'll... send a courier, just bring it by. I'm in the... He gives you some directions. It's basically the... It's like the maintenance kind of outpost building for lack yeah. of a better word it's basically if, just him and giving instructions and like the tool shed um, <laughs> if, if i need any help i'll ask Grix. i'm sure he can find you yeah and okay so just deliver it there when you're done okay sounds great i right. will start working on it thank you very much it's nice to meet you nice to meet you too have a good rest of your day i hope okay. you're off at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, i'm off I don't really know. Maintenance crews start early, so I get out pretty early in the afternoon, and it's confusing. <laughs> but all right. Okay, well, yeah, I'll talk to you later then. Thanks a lot, and he heads on out. And I have a sheaf of papers, and I, um, I am not going to take them up to my room. I am going to take them to the library since it's around what five o'clock. Yeah, it's about five yeah. o'clock. I'm going to take it to the library, and I'll spend the next few hours there because i have a feeling um i'm gonna need to brush up on my math and brush up on calculating magic in um mechanical systems yeah yeah you get started on it it definitely requires some cross-referencing you can it's one of those things where he clearly went back through and added notes to explain some of the stuff he did that like wasn't super clearly outlined to begin with and it's actually very competently done and like pretty well laid out, but there's still some parts where it's like you kind of have to look at it funny. <laughs> um, what was he trying to do here? But you do start figuring it out. It seems to be, and referencing some of the sheets, you get pretty quickly that it's about like power flows and kind of expected output of various things and like how much power stuff would be consuming and how that ends up working out. Um, but it's still pretty early days, so you're kind of calculating all the stuff that's going to go into the bigger calculations. Okay. But yeah. And I'm into my element. This is the kind of thing I just love to do because nobody's given me a real job except for the the Ministry of Investigation, Department of Ministry of Investigation. So you know. A department, but yeah. Department, Ministry, whatever. Um. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, this is, this is, I'm in my element. I'm having a good time. All right. Cool. Cool. Is there anything else you want to do kind of in this evening while you're at the library and all of that? No, no, I think, I think the, the studying is good. Um, Alvin and May don't show up. So I just spend all my time working. Alvin and May were about to walk in the door and then they heard you narrate that and they walked away. <laughs> no. <laughs> May like kicked a rock. Yeah. Just like, Dang Aw. it. 
<laughs> the inner monologue says we're not in this seat. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so you do your research and get started on that. So um one thing I I just realized, Wealthy, did you did you haggle him down from five gold pieces to fifty silver pieces? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether that was a haggle or just something that gives well that, gets that's retconned. That's the same they're, they're... amount. Is fifty gold? If is fifty silver the same amount? Yes. yes. So, oh man! You tricked I him. I figured you were just phrasing it in silver because silver is probably a more common currency that people actually use for most day to day stuff. I was just thinking that like, I, I'll give it to you for five dollars. No, that's too much. I'll give it to you for five hundred pennies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, g given how much work you're going to do on this and how specialized your skill set it skill set is, 5 gold is probably kind of on the low end of what someone would charge, but it's still like a respectable fee. Okay. For the sort That's of thing. That's what I thought. I was like, that is so low. You're a magic person. <laughs> I say it'd be charging like a few hundred bucks for several hours of consulting work. On the plus side, you don't have to worry about self-employment taxes, <laughs> which throw off the math of that terribly. And that is a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> word. Yes. Word. Okay, I have okay. a feeling I'm going to be working late into the night. I see you're getting into the role play already. Yes, I am. <laughs> but yes, so we, we draw it on wealthy, working late into the night by the light of, I imagine you're probably in some sort of like study cubicle thing and yeah hacking away at this and it's not finals week so there aren't a bunch of people asleep in the library right now um hey erisine hey roll a d10 <laughs> for me oh uh, got a four all right. Cool. Is that good or bad? It is neutral. It's probably good. <laughs> but all right, back to your thing with Photios. What does that mean, Ian? I had results set up for a 1 and a 10. Oh. Anything in the middle, your date continues as it has been without interruption by a third party. <laughs> oh. So, like, do you have, like, any, like, brothers or sisters or, like, any other, like, like, are you close with your family or, like? Was that the end of a sentence? Or <laughs> I'm not giving you anything here. <laughs> there are just pauses in Ericene's speech, so I wanted to make sure there was a question mark at the end of the last or like. <laughs> Uh, you can always assume. <laughs> okay. I was also trying to buy myself An ending time to wherever you want. Change my voice from this to something that sounds more like fucking Photios. <laughs> wow, Ian's just doing a whole, uh, whole just lineup of their characters and yeah, gotta, their voices. Yep. Just gotta give them all out the, one episode. Gotta level up that skill. Keep casting a level one lock spell, too. <laughs> level up my alteration all right um oh actually uh i was an only child Ugh, that's not his voice um 
But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm close to my parents. Kind of. I mean, like, I see them, they're nice. But like, you know, they have their own lives. I have mine, and I'm working a lot, so like I don't get too much of a chance to see them. Um, how about you? You close to your folks? Um. Yeah, I mean, like I'm pretty close to my mom. Um. I never knew my dad. Uh, you know, half. He's a human. He died when I was like really little, so I don't really know. Like, technically, I know who he is, but, like, I don't really know anything about him except what my mom's told me, and they weren't together for very long. It was, like, a, you know, a rainstorm romance. And, of course, my grandparents were like, what have you done? You're gonna bring shame upon the family, mating with a human. And then there's me, so, you know... So, that sounds like a very uncool set of grandparents. Oh yeah, my my grandparents are really, like, real assholes. But, you know, like, there's nothing I can do about it. Fair. But, like, who's even racist about Unless humans? I could do something about it. <laughs> but, like, I keep trying to think of, like, what I could do about the fact that my grandparents are assholes. And, like... Telling them that they're assholes and trying to, like, positively encourage them to, like, not be assholes has just not worked. And I've been trying that for, like, oh, God, like, at least a decade now. So that last comment didn't have a subtext of murder. Well, that'd be tough. I'm gonna say, not clearly enough that I can roll a photo you picked it up or not. Um, <laughs> Sadly, because that would be really funny. Um, well, I mean, have you tried, like, I don't know, negative reinforcement? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was trying that for, like, probably 50 years before I tried positive reinforcement. Not, uh, nothing really phases them. I mean, they're, like, a thousand. Like, I don't know how I would even, like, like, I don't, I don't even know if they can change. You know, like they're old as balls. That's that's like, pretty. They old. remember what it was like to like live on the surface. Okay. Can you even imagine that? That's weird. I know. But like, like they were around before the the arcs. Then. Yeah. I guess that explains the whole being jackasses about. You being half human thing. Well, being jackasses about your mom. Being with a human, etc. Oh yeah. Well, you know. They think that they run the place. Do they? <laughs> Super great question, bro. Like, I don't know. Well. <laughs> Maybe. That's honestly... Oh my god, wow. they probably run the place. <laughs> There's like a council and stuff, I mean. Although... <laughs> Do you know who's on the council? 
I mean, I know, I know my representative, but also I get what you mean. There's also a lot of people who make decisions that the council council isn't like super a part of. So yeah, I could see it being pretty easy to influence them or maybe your grandparents are one of them. Do they like have an official office that they hold or I mean, I'm assuming not based on what you were saying, but no, but they know like everybody and like, I don't know if this has come across really, but like we have like a lot of money. (laughs) 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 Nice tasteful way to bring that up during the date. (laughs) Yeah, that popular hotel chain. We could just like, like, I think they just do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, they. They do. Like, I, I've seen it. They do. Yeah, I mean, that's that's rich people for you. No, no offense. <laughs> but, like... Oh, no. Like, I think it's stupid. I mean, obviously, I'm taking advantage of it in a variety of ways. But I would love to, you know, not... It's really complicated. Like... <laughs> no, no, that's I cool. don't know how to do anything on purpose like they didn't let me learn how to do anything useful (laughs) wait really like i mean i know you said you learned how to knife fight through a couple of classes but like did i don't know how to cook like at all well that makes two of us um I can usually usually cook without burning stuff, but that's about as far as I've gotten. (laughs) No, like, I literally don't understand how a stove works. (laughs) Well, uh, so I'm guessing someone cooked for all of you while you were growing up. Yeah, we have several members of our house staff. I'm coming across like as also an asshole right now and I would love to get back to a place where I don't feel like I sound like an asshole because this is a date I got, I got a really bad get out vibe <laughs> when you were talking about the members of the household staff I was like oh shit you, you, you do see that photo that's kind of raising his eyebrows at, not like in a super judgmental way just in kind of a holy shit this is not not something I've this engaged girl, with in my life. <laughs> this girl has no life skills. No. <laughs> kind of a way. And also, like, this girl has more money. Like, and sense. And sense. also kind of in her proverbial allowance than he'll have in his life kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Or at least in any one place at one time. <laughs> this is why she was like, I don't feel comfortable with how weird I'm being about being rich right now. But, uh, okay, like, I mean, did you at least learn to do stuff, like, for fun? Like, what do you do outside of knife stuff? And I assume some sort of, like, socialite thing. I I know a lot of rich people kind of have a lot of parties like i assume you go to your grandparents parties and that probably actually takes up a decent amount of time um 
You have no idea. Yeah, I like I worked security for I a couple don't of those. Pores. And holy shit. Like I don't have pores because that's how much time I have to spend on my skin. Just <clears throat> sealed up all the pores. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not why people don't have pores. <laughs> you can tell I know a lot about my skin. <laughs> and how. I, I'm suddenly extra glad that I have fur. <laughs> yeah. She like reaches out and like kind of like brushes his arm with her fingertips again. He seems chill with it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the body language would be for that, so. I don't know. Maybe he could, like, take, like, you know, take her hand or something. I couldn't figure out. Is that not a thing that happens? Oh, that could absolutely be a thing. Um, Yeah, based on the way you were describing it, I just wasn't sure the motion would be conducive. But yes, he takes your hand. Um, Anyway, so. She's like, so with as fucked up as my family is, I'm trying really hard to not be like that. Um, and like, I really like to see you again. Yeah, I'd like that too. Well, I don't know. I'd... I don't really do a whole lot. I mostly drink and hang out with my friends. And honestly, this whole, like, profession thing has actually basically my hobby right now. (sighs) That makes sense. And I know, I know how that sounds. But I like you. You're nice. And you're cute. (laughs) And when you described what drinking religion makes you think of, that was really hot. And she is definitely blushing. He is now definitely blushing. <laughs> I cannot remember what he said. I believe the... It wasn't quite... I believe climbing someone like a mountain was involved. Yes. And I think there was actually discussion about whether he'd ever been with an elf before. Uh-huh. That was a weird Something conversation like to have with someone while they're at work. <laughs> He's a bouncer. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like you and want to see you again, too. But like, it sounds like your schedule's pretty open. Pretty, pretty open. Yeah. 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 I have a day off. Fantasy equivalent of Friday. I, say, I, I, I have a day off next. Fantasy Wednesday evening. So like, <laughs> so like maybe we could meet up then. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Let's do something that you like to do. Do you like dive bars? You like you don't even know like. Dive bars are my fucking jam. Have you ever been to uh, the dumpster? Crazy name, I know, but like, it's really good. I have been to the dumpster. 
and it's great. <laughs> well, uh, want to meet there then, like eight o'clock? Yes. Awesome. Great. Uh, and I assume you two kind of finish up and head out and actually kind of on as you're walking out and kind of walking down back to ground level together. So uh, what are you doing today? Like, I don't know. Just curious what you're up to. Um, I have a shift in like three hours, so. Um, so my work group and I are gonna go down into the underneath. Actually, like, I have to go meet them right now. Oh, cool. Well, uh, are you going to enter at the Warrens? Narrator. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll walk you there if you're, if you're okay with that, if you want. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you head um, on down to the Warrens. And we head on down to the Warrens. Hooray. Um, as we are uh, about to part, Ericene's going to, like, you know, face him and be like, um, I had a really great time, and I hope I didn't come across as a just a weirdo rich girl. Nah, I mean, it sounds like your life's kind of complicated right now, but like, I get it. Yeah, it is. Thanks. Yeah, we're all working on ourselves. Um, but yeah, I had a good time too. I'm <laughs> glad we could. Glad we could do this. It's been a while since i kind of went on a nice date so thank you a lot can i can i can i kiss you you absolutely can and he has to kind of bend down a little bit and you have to kind of go by yes, the tiptoes but it works does. out and i have to like kind of <laughs> i have to kind of like use him for like to support myself as I like go up on my tiptoes, but I kiss him. Yeah, he moves his arms kind of underneath your forearms to let you do that <laughs> very easily. And all right, well, yay! See you later. Good luck on your okay. Bravo. Good luck on your delve thing. And he heads off. She actually said yay. Yeah. Afterward. Oh, excellent. <laughs> they kissed. She she stepped <laughs> back and went yay. <laughs> he smiled at that and laughed a little bit. I think. <laughs> Better. Um, she's like, "Have a good day." Oh, uh, you too. Good luck with your work group. And thanks. I don't know. Be careful down there. Like, I know things can get weird. It can. We have um, we have a couple of experienced uh delvers that we're going down with. So. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, can I give you some unasked for advice about being down there? I mean, sure. As long as you're okay if I don't actually take your unasked for advice. Fair enough. Um, so there's a group called the Alley Rats. They like to move stuff through a couple of layers, the first couple of layers of that, especially around the Warren. So, like, they're cool if you're cool is the impression I get. So, you know, if you see someone moving suspiciously large bags through the underground, just like, don't tick them off. 
Okay. That is good advice. And I will try my very best to take it. Yeah. Um, you've met my friend Vaughn's, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, when you... The Fox Folk guy? Yeah, when you came the other day. Uh. Yeah, yeah. He's unlikely to take that sort of advice. <laughs> well, I guess it's good he has you there, then. <laughs> He's unlikely to listen to what I have to say. Well, then, I... If things go really bad, I hope you're a faster runner than he is. <laughs> oh, I definitely am. Because as he likes to tell me every time that I see him, I'm tall. <laughs> and she, like, stares, like, really... <laughs> he laughs in his she just has this like weird sort of dead eye stare like kind of laughs at it and like, if you're tall I don't know what that makes me you're a mountain right so I'll see you later <laughs> <laughs> that got really awkward no, he, he's smiling and blushing but I think he's also just like shit I need to bail on this before I get any more embarrassed <laughs> she's just she just cranked the flirt knob up to Max and yanked it off. He was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I am only good at any of this when I'm playing Erosine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, good luck. and I'll see you Wednesday. Yeah, I'll see you then. Bye. Bye. She turns and walks over to Ottencore. All right. That's right, because you were all meeting there, weren't you? Yeah. I also have to go into Ottencore and at least, like, duck into the bathroom to, like, change into my actual, like, work clothes. So because you were meeting at Ottencore and I for I thought I'd changed it so the group besides Fawns was meeting in the Warrens, but also meeting in Ottencore is hilarious. So you don't actually get walked to the Warrens. You get walked to a different neighborhood. You get walked to the to Divinity. Is what oh, the neighborhood is called? Ottencore yeah. is in Divinity. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Divinity is the neighborhood that the Cobalt Warrens is attached to. It's technically considered part of it, but like not in any practical sense. It's just that's where the exits are. But the Cobalt Warrens is made up of basically a bunch of. You can get these caves when boulders fall together, and there's gaps in between them. Mm-hmm. And the Cobalt Warrens is a combination of that and a bunch of really twisty smaller caves. Okay. Yeah. But all right, so you all go to Ottencore, and it's noon, and you all meet up. And you go inside, and... That's the end of the episode. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you head inside. Fonz is presumably there. It's going to be great. But yeah, we'll get to that next time. <laughs> Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions? Comments? Feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primary attribute pod or on twitter at prime attribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dank memes castles and crusades is published by troll lord games our theme music was composed by aaron thanks aaron our logo was designed by adam thanks adam 
editing this week by Ian. Thanks, Ian. We hope to you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Hey, everyone. In addition to the usual credits, we would also like to give credit for the additional music used in this episode. The songs Sneaky Adventure, Deliberate Thought, Luminous Rain, and Life of Riley were all made by Kevin McLeod. They are used under the filmmusic.io standard license, and you can check them all out at incompetech.filmmusic.io. If you would like to see the full attribution text, as well as links to each song and to the license, please just check the show notes for this episode. Thank you very much. did that oh you know one second (laughs) 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 introducing ian the most extemporaneous gm ever well i actually figured out stuff that lives down there so i need to look at the list and see what makes sense (laughs) there we go that'll work